beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. Hello, amazing human. Welcome to part two of Becoming Magnetic to Money. If you enjoyed part one, you are going to love this episode. We are going to knock your socks off, honestly. This is going to flip all your money paradigms on its head, and it will truly change the way you experience it and its unconditional nature. So... Buckle up, and I cannot wait to hear how you find this episode of Becoming Magnetic to Money, Part 2. Okay, so we flipped a couple of paradigms. Okay, money does not like judgment. So this was one of the last ones. Well, no, there's always going to be ever-evolving money templates to shift, which is great, right? Because this is the fun part of it. But this is one of the more recent ones, I should say, in the past year that I've really shifted for myself, Okay. People who have money in things, we don't judge them anymore because this perpetuates the, the concept that money is evil, innately bad, materialistic, etc. And what actually happens if we're trying to, to call it in and we have contradictory programming, it can't. It can't match your frequency. If you believe something is bad, if you believe the people who have it are bad, and you identify as a good person... Your desire to have something will mismatch your beliefs. Money responds to the way you respond to it. Acceptance, instead of judgment, acceptance is a money activator. So next time you see somebody revving their engine in their Ferrari, I want to be like, I love you. Good on you. (laughs) Instead of being triggered, like acceptance is a money activator. I was getting my myself caught up massively in this, in judgment. Because I'm in the entrepreneurial world, right, where people are making lots of money, flexing, this and that. And I'm just like, ugh, eye roll. That was my own money distortion. That was my own money distortion. Because if I'm eye rolling and judging, projecting my judgment on the people, I don't know what these people, maybe they're like donating millions to charity. I don't know. I'm just judging them based on a photo. My desire to be a good person will mismatch my view of how I see people with money. Therefore, I repel. Acceptance is an activator. Acceptance is a money activator. So let yourself be triggered when you see things and let yourself shift it and let yourself flip the paradigm of that story you used to tell yourself. Be like, ooh, great. These are new layers I get to move from, move out of. Who does that or who has done that, by the way? (laughs) No judgment here because that was me. And sometimes also... It's not even about judgment. It actually can be more about envy. Like, oh, look at their life. I wish I had that. Why does it seem so easy for them and I'm shit and I can't do this and I that blah, 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 blah. That's similar. 
to where if we accept it, here's the other powerful thing. Boom, this just dropped in. When we accept it, guess what happens? We actually see ourselves as being there on that level too. If we're judging it or if we have envy, we're putting ourselves below. We're not anchoring on that level. We're putting it out of reach from what is obtainable to us. So when we accept it, boom, we land on that frequency right there with them. Let that one land. Let that one land. When we judge it, when we have envy around it, we're saying that it's totally separate to us. That's not a reality we have access to, and that's a lie. When we accept it, boom, we land on that that same frequency that they landed on. Okay, now here's a really, like, simple one people talk about, but I need to call this out because I have had some, like, massive, like, paradigm-shifting things just with this one. The beliefs you hold and the energetic expectations around money determine how you experience it. Obviously, this is an obvious one, but if you believe money's hard, it'll be hard. One of the things that shifted all of this for me is that my clients love to pay me. <laughs> my clients love to pay. I was projecting so many things like, oh, I'm worried. And I, you know, do all these things and bend over backwards. I'm, I'm scared for them, but I was actually activating realities where it was hard. The second is so funny. I had this conversation with my business manager like six months ago. And she was like, as ever since I flipped this paradigm, my clients love to pay me. She's like, Sarah, everything in the back end is all green. I don't have to follow anything up. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah, it's because I flipped. <laughs> so here's the thing that I really want to clarify when it comes to making a lot of money. My business, there was a point where my business was making what would be seen as a lot of money. However, here's the thing. We don't want to just play with making lots of money. Because I remember there was this time where it's like, I want to make 20K months or whatever. Or I want to do 10K months. We don't want to just tap into making a lot of money. This is important because there have been points in my business where I've seemingly been making lots of money. However, I, I didn't tap into its overflow state. So, You know, everyone has the goals of like, let's do a 10K month or 20K or 30K month or whatever. But what would be happening then is I would manifest these awesome months. But I was also then creating like I would do a 30K month back in the day and I would (laughs) I would create 20K of expenses. And it happened so freaking easily for me. People might be looking at me going, what the actual heck? And I realized it was because I was manifesting the amount of money I said I wanted, but I wasn't manifesting overflow. When I started playing with the frequency of overflow, I realized I'd hit on something big. I'd hit on something big. You want to start playing with the overflow state of money. Overflow. So by the time I pay my team, by the time I put quadruple the amount on my mortgage I want to put, by the time I pay my marketing expenses, whatever the expenses, put money away, now I get to play because I'm really matching the expansion of money. Money, the the essence of expansion is of the overflow state of money. So be careful when you say, I wanna I wanna manifest X amount. You're not wanting to manifest X amount because if you're saying an amount, yeah, overflow is a juicy word. You can, by default, manifest a lot of expenses and you'll be left with that same amount of money you always have had to play with. You've manifested 20K, but you've also manifested 18K in expenses to get it. And all of a sudden, how funny, you have the 2K buffer that you've always been left with. So we need to open up our money buffer. A money buffer is energetically, by the way, 
Again, this is another hour topic. There's so much I could talk about with this. But money buffer is what we say we're allowed to have. We do that to ourselves. We're allowed to have this because that's what I've always known. That's what I feel safe with. If I have any more, then we pin all these stories. Like maybe people are going to start asking me for money and I don't know how to manage it properly. So we have a buffer. We tell money that this is how much I'm comfortable with having. So you can manifest the 20K months, but if your buffer isn't expanded and if you don't continuously expand your buffer and you incrementally expand it, by the way, you don't just be like, oh, I'm ready to hold a million dollars in my buffer. Your energy won't match that. You have to do it incrementally. Then you'll always be playing with the same amount of money at the end of the day. You might have manifested 20, 30K months, but then you also manifest 15K in expenses like I was doing. And like, I was, my husband was like, you say your business is making all this money, like, but where's, where's it? (laughs) Now I know how to play. This is how you play. You play with overflow. You cut the cords of conditions. You look at all of the stories around why money, a lot of money feels unsafe to hold, and that will help crack open a new layer of your buffer because there will be stories around this, guys. You need to look at the story as to why money feels uncomfortable to hold. And there might be a story around me. I don't, I don't know how to manage it right, or it's going to be pulled, the rug's going to be pulled out from under me, or people are then going to ask me for money or whatever, whatever it is. Those stories interweave themselves and create that buffer. So once you see the stories and flip those stories on their head, your buffer then increases. But what I don't want to have happen is to have your expenses then increase. I want you to play with overflow. Okay? Overflow is a freaking game changer. It really is. Here's another thing, guys, another little tip. Anytime you're playing with money and and you're asking it to come in and you're asking amounts to come in, I want you to just be keenly attuned to any any resistance that pops up and what the story is that is contradicting it. Once you see the story behind it, poof, you can clear it almost immediately. Because you might talk about things like, oh, yeah, 50K would be awesome. But there are worries behind that. There are fears around that. There is resistance there. If there wasn't, you would have it now. So anytime you say, oh, yeah, we can do this amount as my next incremental step up, be so keenly attuned to when you say that, what happens in your body. Your body is the organ of truth. It holds your false light templates in your body. Your body holds them. Your body holds your codes. And your body will tell you by way of a sensation of that, that constriction feeling. That's a mismatch to your desire. Feel into where that is in your body. Pull that story out. Maybe it's a, and all of a sudden your mind might take you to a timeline where you see your parent balancing a checkbook in tears or whatever. And money is actually, had been the trigger for that. So subconsciously, you have been unknowingly repelling it because you don't want to be triggered by that sad experience. So you can see that sad experience and you can bless it and then you can shift it. Sacrifice is 100% not required. (laughs) I'm giggling because, you know, once you start moving out of these realities and timelines, you'll just be like, how are people still in them? There is no other way. Also, I just want to call out another sabotage when it comes to money, okay? There's so many, but uh, there's so many that are coming through. What I want you to tell yourself, sometimes when things get a bit too good, we get a bit worried. And this is a false light template, by the way. When things get good, we get a bit worried that what? 
The rug will be pulled out from under us. So what do we do? We sabotage it. This is getting a bit too good. Am I deserving of having this? I've never had this in the, I've never had this in the past. This is a foreign experience. Foreign experiences the ego does not like. So then it'll sabotage you out of your foreign great experience into what you know. So what I want you to do when you feel that discomfort of things getting good, things flowing in, I want you to tell yourself the better it gets, the better it gets. The better it gets, the better it gets. Instead of thinking, Oh, it just is too good to be true. It's gonna, what, what comes up must go down. All those freaking false light templates. Okay? You get to keep reaching for more and keep reaching for more because the better it gets, the better it gets. So when you start tapping into all of this, your subconscious mind can sometimes have a way of sabotaging it because this is a foreign reality. We don't know this new reality. This is a little scary for me. So I want to go back to what I know, which is scarcity, sabotaging, Fear around money, even though it's not fun, the ego knows that. (laughs) So it will sabotage. So we don't have to ride the roller coaster, right? The more it flows, the more it flows. We don't play in the realms of what comes up must come down. No, that's a false light template, guys. Kick that one to the curb. Sacrifice is not required. Hopefully that's obvious. But also I want you to know waiting is not required. I want you to cut that condition away. Waiting is not required. I just wanted to call that one out because that is a condition we put on money. We don't know we're doing all of this. And also, you can't miss out on it. There, you, you could never miss out. All you have to do is match its frequency. So if you're thinking, oh, I missed the boat on crypto or I missed. No, you didn't. <laughs> it's not outside of you. It's in within you. Okay. I really want to tackle this next one because it is a taboo one. And this is a fair, this is another false light template around money that debt is bad. So debt is a choice to pay something off long term. It allows you to leverage opportunity. Now here's why this program is a false light programming because what you resist, which is debt, we push it away. We don't want debt. Debt is bad. Debt makes me feel shame around money. Debt makes me feel negative about money. What debt actually does, if we buy into the false light template around debt, it will continuously filtrate negative associations around money. Debt is not bad, but what it will do is you resist will persist. So if you keep resisting debt, if you keep labeling it as bad, if you keep plugging meaning into debt, it will persist. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. Wow. Where do I even begin with QBA and serotonin and my time in the container? Let's start with knowing that I have the permission to create my wildest, deepest, biggest vision. I had my highest cash day. I completely changed the direction of my business. I landed in my purpose and my passion. I felt like being a part of it all has given me the permission to truly be me and make the deepest impact possible. Yeah, wow. Serotonin and QBA changed my life. It was so deeply healing to be in a space with like-minded people who are service-based, here to literally serve other souls. 
and to be held in such a space where you can come as you are and you are seen in your unique gifts, your talents, your desires and to have your vision come to life around other beautiful people is something that I will be forever grateful for and being led by Sarah in all of her vulnerability, her humour, her loving, unconditional, nurturing ways. Wow. Honestly, wow. If you want to know more, then please head over to my show notes, book a call with me, or you can message me in DMs. Now let's get back to the podcast. Because you have created resistance around it. I want you to love debt. (laughs) I'm not saying to go into debt, but if you stop resisting it, it will no longer persist. You don't have to worry about anybody else outside of you because you will shift your dynamic energetically, your reality around you. Dynamics with people that are around you will will organically shift. So you will never have to worry about, trust me, my husband, if he was to watch this, he'd be like, what the fuck, (laughs) Sarah? He's very 3D. I don't care, though. It doesn't matter. I do not like debt. So we need to shift that. And I'm not, guys, I'm not saying, okay, here's what's going (laughs) to happen. Let's sit in this one for a second, okay? Because I don't want you to think if you manifest, if you say I love debt, you're going to manifest debt. You're going to stop resisting it. So here's an example of this. It's it's not about going into debt or, or whatever if you're not. But if you're in it, if you feel the density around it, if you have debt now, I have debt. We have several mortgages. I have debt. We leveraged it to make more money for us. That's what debt can do. It can allow you to leverage opportunity. And it has made so much money for us. And I love it for that. However, if you look at debt and you have debt and you feel shame around money, if you feel guilt around money, if you feel scarcity around money, you are going to, because debt, it's going to radiate that frequency and hook it into your association with money. So we have to understand how we look at debt and how it hooks in an association with money and then how then we just start resenting money again when you've done all of this good work on money Somehow you continuously resent money because you perpetuate that through how you see debt. So this is a taboo one. I understand this. I'm only trying to clear your negative associations because if you have negative associations around debt, you will have negative associations around money. You will feel guilt within yourself. You'll feel this will perpetuate. I've mismanaged. I've been bad. I blah, 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 blah. Boom. It's going to hook itself into your story around money. Okay, so here, I want to talk about this for just a second longer because I really want this to anchor in with you guys. And I want to talk about this from an energetic perspective. So in the energetic world, we are energetic beings. Everything is freaking frequency. Everything is. So here's what's happening. If we resist something, would that the whole saying around what resist persist is so freaking true. It is so true because here's what's happening from a frequency standpoint. Okay, our ego is hardwired to navigate our physical world. It is not programmed and it is not hardwired to navigate the energetic world. Why is that very convenient for the elites who want sheeple? Because we are energetic beings. We create through frequency. So if we don't understand how to navigate the quantum and how to navigate frequency, we will continuously sabotage ourselves and continuously work against ourselves. So in the physical world, if we push resistance, We put resistance on a physical object. What happens? The object moves away from us. Goodbye. No longer in our sphere. So we think we just think logically, if I push something away in the energetic world, it will move out of my sphere. 
The opposite happens in the energetic world. This is why we're programmed to work against ourselves as frequency beings. So in the energetic world, if you poke at something, if you try to push it away, you continuously activate its frequency. And when you continuously activate its frequency, it will continue to hang around in your reality. So when they say what you resist persists, they mean frequency because you keep freaking poking at it. You keep freaking resisting it and it will keep persisting. So this is why I want you to accept debt because the second you accept it and stop resisting it, it will move its way out of your reality because you're no longer resisting it. This is why we want to change the story around debt is bad. Are you guys getting this now? Hopefully. And we think, we think if we accept something, here's what our physical ego will tell us. If we accept something, doesn't that mean more of them are going to hang out in my reality? That's what happens in the physical world. All of a sudden, all its friends are going to come. No. That's what happens in the physical world. Yes. In the energetic world, when you accept it, it just will pass through your reality. Because there's nothing activating its frequency any longer. The second I started accepting the things I didn't like, they made their way out. Honestly, this is so important to understand this. So accepting debt doesn't mean you're going to invite more of it in. It's going to mean you're going to stop resisting it and it will see its way out of your reality. You're going to stop associating money with the bad things that debt is. Because if you don't get rid of those negative associations, you always have a negative, a negative low vibrational link with debt and then linked to money because it's, just, it plays in the same realm. Okay. So these are, these are some real big misconceptions on money that we need to flip. How we're feeling about debt. I'm not telling you to try to feel something you don't feel about it. Sit and, and, and ruminate in this one maybe after this and just write it all out, get it all out of you and then maybe change the word for debt. There's such a negative association because debt is void, right? Maybe we call it leverage. Change the name of debt. Let's change the name. Call it leveraging money instead. Investments. Exactly. So this one is one that you need to sit in and write. Rewrite your heart out about this. Get it out of you. Let yourself just allow yourself to see what comes up and out and then flip the paradigms. Whew. This is a taboo one, this one. Okay. Let's talk about opposing frequencies and what money doesn't like. Okay. Here are some opposing frequencies to money. Okay, money does not like pressure. Money does not like pressure when you put on money does not like it. It's an opposing frequency. It's constriction because pressure implies scarcity. Money does not match the frequency of scarcity. Pressure is the opposing frequency of money. So do you know what I mean by pressure? I'm putting pressure on money to come in. I'm putting pressure on myself to make money. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Money, I need you to come in. No, no, no. Money, that is the opposing energy to money. So this is why we don't spend money, by the way. This is why we circulate money. Because when you start circulating money, you know it's going to come back tenfold. When you're in pressure frequency, you're spending money thinking that you're in void. So I need to fucking figure out a way to get it back. I'm worried. I'm putting pressure on myself. I'm putting pressure on money. Money doesn't like that. Money likes circulation and freedom and expansiveness. Money also does not like attachment because that implies worry and void and scarcity. Like you're, if you're attached to a partner, you're not secure, like, like negative attachments, obviously. But if you're attached to like needing somebody or needing to know where they're at it every minute or whatever, that is being driven by your own insecurities. Expansive energy does not match insecurity. That is the opposing frequency to expansiveness. 
It doesn't like fear or scarcity. It doesn't like conditions and it does not like entitlement. Ooh, that's a big one. It does not like entitlement. (laughs) So you get to do the work around all this. So if you're just like kind of entitled, like, well, you should want to play with me. You should want like how I'm like, and you're not going to do the work to earn the money frequency, you know, do apologize to money. (laughs) You probably treated it real bad. (laughs) Personify it, write an apology letter to it. You can't like mismanage and mistreat money for all the years of your life and be like, all right, I like you now. I'm now going to see you as good. Come on. Money doesn't like entitlement. Money likes genuine, authentic connection. Here's what money likes. Gratitude. Money is expansion, so of course it loves expansion. Money also loves higher realm money, shall I say. Loves mission and purpose because it is an amplifier. And that is all of you guys. Money loves detachment and divine knowing because you, when you're detached, you're not putting conditions on it. Money loves, 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 loves this. It loves gratitude. It loves adoration. Thank you, money. I adore you. I adore your ability to expand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's like the opposite of entitlement where you're just in so much gratitude for your ability to call it in and co-create and the overflow and the experiences and the expansiveness is, that's not a word, that you get to experience because of money. So a really powerful exercise to do is personify money. Give it a name like it's a person and write about like how you, write an apology letter. (laughs) I'm so sorry I've put conditions on you. I now see how you want to just be expansive. I now see and recognize how you want to be free flowing. I now see and recognize how you want to be unconditional. And I put so many limitations on you. I've stamped so many false light templates on you. I've taken on so many misguided perceptions around you. I am so sorry. (sighs) And just release. And money will be like, girl, you're good. (laughs) Let's do this. Let's do this. And it will come. And it will come. And when it does come, you will be in a state of overflow. Your financial reality will click and shift very, 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 very quickly. You will be backed by amplification. Money will come in really random, bizarre, and unexpected ways. You will constantly be in this state of amplified energy, and you will see as things start to flow to you effortlessly. You will see how easy it is to have it and to call it in. And by having it, none of these other things that you thought were going to happen ever happen. Okay. Whew, how are we going? I've given you a lot. So let's get you making a shit ton of money. Let's get you in overflow state. Let's get you in a natural state of expansiveness. It is your birthright, you guys. This is your freaking birthright. You are worthy because you are. All right. Love you guys. If you have questions, I'm here. Love you, love you, love you. I will see you on the other side. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Becoming Magnetic to Money. 
I hope something within you has shifted. I hope you have embodied new codes of abundance so you too can become magnetic to not only money, everything else that's available. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode, beautiful soul. Until next time, be sure to choose abundance always. Thank you so much for listening today, beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate. If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.